Hi, Dumpster Divas. Welcome back to another episode of Dumpster Dive featuring me, Tom Hamlet. Uh, we are sitting here recording this on a, what feels like a Sunday, but it actually is a Monday afternoon. Uh, and uh, we're going to do two episodes this week. Uh, this week, The Bachelor premieres, the new Bachelorette season. What? What? No, it's tomorrow. Sorry. Um. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of information in the premiere week. I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, and we have a super exciting guest for our Bachelor episode. So I want to just do a different episode, a little shorter, cover reality news and check back in with my sister and talk about, obviously, the Real Housewives of Potomac. And uh, before we get to all that, Kix, how are you? I'm good. It's rainy as shit outside. It is really gross outside today. And I decided to wear shorts and flip-flops to come to your house today and looked like a crazy person you i actually thought you looked really cute well that's nice but my legs were the color of the fire trucks in new york city because <laughs> they were so cold i don't think it's that cold out i didn't think so either i mean i've been outside as well i taught class outside i'm well aware but it feels different when the like rain's like hitting your thighs and okay yeah. oh did you bike here no oh <laughs> guys this content is already getting off to, i mean i'm We're sure off to a great start <laughs> you know when you start and you're like after now that we've started to record a couple episodes you like i overthink when we're recording if something's gonna be like good or not and so i'm just sitting here listening to this like scalding hot tea hot we're spilling tea. about the hot, weather hot, hot tea. <laughs> everyone wants to know about the weather it's why they tune in every single week right to talk about the weather that happened a couple days ago more than a couple of days ago. <laughs> no, they're, only, you're, they're listening to this on Wednesday. Oh, okay. You're releasing Wednesday and then releasing We're going to do Wednesday and Friday this week. And speaking of that, I would love to get everyone's feedback on episodes, constructive criticism. I have received some that I want to just kind of address right here. I just want to clarify that everything we talk about is in, it's just fun gossip, you know, and uh, let's not, you know, get the housewives involved in the sound bites. There's there's a podcast that I love that I won't mention the name of because um, I don't want them to get mad that I'm saying it, but they, they use the term no tagging and we're going to kind of implement a very similar thing here. Let's make sure we're not, you know, I'm going to talk about people. Kix is going to talk about people and by people, I mean our friends and by our friends, I mean the celebrities on our television. Yes. We just don't want to get canceled. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not interested in that. But I also want to say that everything we're saying, especially when we're talking about reality news and things, these are all alleged things. We're just gossiping about it. Yeah. Just want to say alleged. Let's say alleged. alleged. You want to say alleged with me? Three, two, one. Alleged. alleged. <laughs> Should we start every episode like that now? <laughs> allegedly, this is Dumpster Dive featuring allegedly yes. Tom Hamlet yes. with alleged, allegedly his sister kicks Hamlet. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. No, nothing bad happened. I just like, you know, I just want to say that. Um, for, thank you all for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. I know it's so annoying for me to like tell all my friends, like, can you just like like it? Like, I don't care if you listen, just like yeah, it. But you seriously, you don't have to listen. You actually don't have to listen. But I know that if you're listening to this, that means you listen. Right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That's how I, we get ads. And guess what? Ads mean Tom makes money. And guess what? Tom doesn't have money. Money, money, money. Um, it also gets you on like the charts and yes, yes, homepages yes. and 
Yeah, we we want to more seen. Right, we want to get this podcast out there to the people. Uh, we've gotten such great feedback on everything that's going on, which makes me super happy. I want to thank all of my dumpster divas. That's what I'm calling the the fan base here uh, for showing up every Friday and now Wednesdays and Friday this week at least. Yeah, and we're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. Two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. Um, there is so much right because the Bachelorette's starting and Potomac has like literally half the season left. I feel like there's gonna be some long episodes. So we're yeah. gonna test out the two a week thing and see how Yeah, do like a Housewives episode as well as mm-hmm. a um Bravo uh sorry, I'm so sorry. A bachelor Bachelorette. Yes. Bachelorette. That's not an easy word to say. Bachelorette. It's a mouthful. Similar to allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, we'll be having two episodes a week, allegedly on Wednesdays and allegedly on Fridays. Anything else going on today in in your apartment life, Kix? Not for the podcast (laughs) years. (laughs) I knew you were going to bring this up and I will not be sharing it on air. I wish you would. No. Okay. We're going to move on. (laughs) What's the first segment, Tom? So usually we start with um, the trash that made us love trash, but we don't have a guest today. You already know our trash. So we're just going to jump into reality news. There's just a couple things that I want to touch on that are happening in the reality universe, both of which are, are um, housewives related. You're yes. ready. Are you ready for that? I'm so ready. There's a so lot we, that happened last week. Okay. I have like three things written down, okay. but if you have more, bring it to the table. I'm happy okay. to talk about it. Remember, we're, re- we're reading alleged articles. Alleged. <laughs> <laughs> title of episode title, Yeah. The title of episode is allegedly. Alleged. <laughs> All right. Um, we had dual weddings this weekend. Who else got married? Cynthia Bailey and Kelly Dodd got married on the same day. Wow. So Cynthia Bailey had a 200, allegedly had a 250 (laughs) person wedding, 250 person. I mean, that's a big wedding regardless of a global pandemic or not. Right. Period. So that still happened. And Kelly got married on the same day in a private, in a private ceremony, which I'm like, if I had, if I, you know, if I look at both of those Mm -hmm. people and think about what their wedding's going to look like in a pandemic, I'm going to, especially after all the information we know about Kelly Dodd thinking it's not real. I would say Kelly Dodd had the 250 and Cynthia had the private, but it was a, um, it was a Potomac and Atlanta mashup though. All the, most of the housewives of Potomac were at the wedding. It was weird because a lot of people weren't wearing masks. But then like a then couple people were on. like Giselle had like a shield thing. Cynthia had a shield on. Oh, okay. The, some of the pictures I saw, it was like one or two people out of everyone was wearing a shield. No, but someone was missing from the wedding, which I just realized this uh, today. Nini. And yeah. I know that Nini and Cynthia had, um, have had their issues last season. That was pretty much all housewives of Atlanta was about, but, um, yeah, they, they, she was not there. But they, they got they got over that. I didn't watch last season of Atlanta. That's okay. It You're got not missing kind of boring. It it was it was yeah. boring. Um, I think it's gonna get better, which is where I want to talk about the next. Thing. All right. <laughs> Anything else on Kelly Dodd or Cynthia's wedding? Oh, you know something I will say. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Cynthia and Luann are like best friends? No. Yes. Was she there? Cynthia. Well, no, I was looking for Luann. I couldn't find Luann in any of the photos, but Cynthia was at Luann's wedding to Tom. That feels odd. I don't know. It would make more sense to me if like uh, her friend, her ex-friend that got married 
to the um who's ex-friend you're using pronouns atlanta cynthia's Cynthia's ex-friend nini no kenya kenya thank you kenya and, and cynthia are friends i know but they've had issues they have not well, they had issues when Kenya got married and didn't tell anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that was an issue. I, I bring that up because it would make more sense if her and Luann cross paths because Kenya's ex-husband is like a restaurateur in I see. the city. The, sorry, I feel like we were trying to connect dots from A to Z and I didn't completely understand. Yeah, you're, what you're a- saying is because Kenya's ex-husband is a restaurateur in New York City that you would think that Kenya, who lives both in New York and Atlanta, would be friends with Luann over yes, Cynthia. Yes, thank you, Tom. Yes, okay. that is what I meant to say in <laughs> the five minutes it took me to describe that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, but no, it, the wedding looked beautiful. It was kind of, I don't know. Did you like her dress? No. I allegedly didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, this is alleged, but Tom this doesn't is like alleged. it. I want to see like p- more photos because some of the pieces were confusing. I also didn't know all of them were all of the Atlanta housewife girls were that close to like be in the wedding. Well, kicks. <laughs> I mean, it's for a television. Show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Well, Eva isn't on the show this season and she was a bridesmaid. I see. And she was wearing some Cindy Lou who get up. Did you see yeah, her she, hair? Yeah, I did. That was, a, that was a choice. It was a choice. Allegedly. Allegedly a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Cynthia, uh, she had a bachelorette party. This was last week. Okay. And they went to a strip club. And by they, I mean the cast <gasps> oh, of Atlanta. And so much happened I'm, last week in Housewife News and Bravo News that this completely slipped my mind. Yeah. I heard that slap on your. On your I just slapped my knee. <laughs> no, they know. Okay. <laughs> the, the listener just heard it. <laughs> We're still trying to get our board and everything set up. So Kix cannot hear the board. Like I have headphones on right now. Like I look like a real podcaster and Kix is sprawled out I'm on like my couch lounging. lounging with the microphone near-ish her mouth. <laughs> it needs to be closer. No, no, no. It's fine. I just laughed because like last, <laughs> last recording we would be talking and then like as you would get into it, you just slowly start to lean back and then, <laughs> and then you'd make a point. And I, and listener, uh, if you were watching, like I would mime like leaning closer to the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not used to this. Right, well, I know, I know. I guess neither are you. No, but I have headphones. Is my right, point. Right, you right, can't right. hear it. So when you slap your thigh, you know, like yep, we can all hear that. Just okay. like that. Speaking of thinking of sla- slapping, <laughs> oh no, no slapping thighs. Someone got more than their thigh slapped by a stripper on uh, Cynthia's bachelorette party. Allegedly, allegedly. So supposedly, which is another term for allegedly. <laughs> after they met said strippers, I don't know if the strippers were in their apartment, in their hotel room, excuse me, or like at a strip club, but they brought the stripper back to the hotel room mm-hmm. and there's a blind item the next morning, which I'm like, who does that? Is it the producers that just put it out into like the news? I don't, they, I'm sure the producers sign an NDA. Right. That's what I think. But how, so there's how does no some, way unless, I guess the stripper could. Yeah. Or anyone else who's there. Well, someone said, told the news the next morning and by the news, I'm not talking CNN. I'm talking reality. Like, and by reality, I mean T E A. 
Is it page who broke it? I think reality. It was page. either it was either page maybe it was page six or radar online. One of those. One of that two yeah. two of the housewives had a threesome with uh the stripper. All uh the pirate. No, the, from pi- New York. the pirate <laughs> in New York never engaged with two women at the same time. Oh, I see. It allegedly, like th- the pirate had sex with Luann and then had butt sex with Sonia. Allegedly. <laughs> so this situation in Atlanta, you are saying it's allegedly a threesome. <laughs> allegedly a threesome. The news report I allegedly read said <laughs> <laughs> said that the moaning could be heard from outside the door from both women. So that news story broke early last week. After we'd already recorded our podcast last week, but then later in the week, I think on Friday, names were released of who these two were women dropped. were. Portia. Sure, yes. Uh, which I, I kind of thought it was always Portia. I was thinking it was Portia and Candy. That would be some hot goss. Hot goss too, because remember what because happened. Because of their with past. Them. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't Candy. Uh, supposedly it was Portia and Tanya. Tanya Sam is the friend of from the past couple seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've, you've met Tanya I Sam. I have not, no. Her claim to fame is that she has a hibachi room in her townhouse. <laughs> okay, speaking of that, you can like hire hibachi people to like come to parties and like ha- serve you hibachi at your home. Is that what you want to do for your birthday? Perhaps. I saw that, my I don't think hibachi's safe in an apartment in New York City. Oh, no, hell no. The I saw a girlfriend of mine I saw went to a hibachi party in like a backyard of their friend's house and they had like three hibachi chefs. And it looked so fun. Hibachi isn't for me. The title of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, Hibachi is not for me. Allegedly, Hibachi is not Hamlet. for me by Tom Hamlet. It feels like a, I don't know. It's always been a Southern thing. Like, I don't, not like Hibachi is Unfortunately, Southern it is food. from the Asian I'm culture. I'm well aware of where it's from. <laughs> but I'm saying that to me, it always reminds me of like, Texas. We used to go all the time in Oklahoma. I guess it was kind of like a fancier situation. So growing up in Texas, you like there's not like local restaurants. It's where we lived. It was like truly just like big chain restaurants. And you would go you would either go to the the low key chain or the nice chain. So Chili's is a low key chain or Roadhouse. Beppo. Oh, I wish we had started this podcast so we could talk about the Capri room. We can talk about it right now. Do you want to? I have so much to say about it. So before we talk about okay, that. Okay, yes, keep let's going. Just, no, 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 no. Let's just tell the, the listener. Oh, okay. People listen to this podcast just to hear you and I gab. gab. They don't know all who all these characters Gail's are. But there the is gab. a housewife of Beverly Hills. Her name is Dorit Kemsley. As her storyline this season on Bev- Beverly She's Hills, so annoying. <laughs> her new business venture is that she was going to renovate a room, a single room in at the, a single Buca de Beppo in the Encino Buca de Beppo. Close she did it. She did it, and audience? it looks. She turned the Buca de Beppo into an Olive Garden. <laughs> audience, I would like you to close your eyes and listen to what it looks like. Think about your grandmother's house on Easter morning. If she de- went all out with Easter decorations, yellow, like gingham, pastels, yeah. pastels, fake lemons on the ceiling. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I could not stop laughing. Okay, about you can it. open your eyes now, listeners. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, it was so ugly. And she was so proud of it. It like I admire her I don't know, joy that that brought her. This like <laughs> Yeah, it it was bad. I would like to go there. Oh, my friend said um I aspire to be as delusional as she does. <laughs> I mean, most of these women are delusional on these shows, you know? Yeah. That's why I watch. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so back to, we were going on yeah, tangents. We got, um, we got a tangent is what I just said. <laughs> so have you been drinking today? No. Okay. I'm literally having seltzer. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, Portia and Tanya uh, supposedly hooked up a stripper. But uh, as right before we started recording this, um, both of them are coming out saying that didn't happen. So who knows? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out sometime. I don't know. Uh, I, do you think it'll be in like January that Atlanta comes out? So if the schedules so- have gotten kind of messed up because usually Atlanta premieres in October, which that's now. That's not going to happen. No, no, no. Do They usually stop filming. Like, and then it premieres or does it premiere while they're still filming? No, oftentimes it premieres while they're wrapping up. Got it. And then we wait until it, everything airs and then they do, they film the reunion. Supposedly, supposedly, allegedly. <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> Sometime in like post trip time. So like wrapping up the season is when the like the, the press week starts to begin. Okay. And then they do interviews like while the show is airing. I see. So and sometimes then, the interviews will be recorded maybe like a month after the episode, ha- a month prior to the episode airing. So it's like fresh. Sometimes. Sometimes they're sometimes they're from the beginning. But like, for instance, if we think, look at the timelines with New York and Beverly Hills, when they rec- their recordings turned into quarantine recordings, the show had been airing, you know? So you, kinda, right, you can kind of see that where the um, interviews were, you know, recorded. Yeah. But that's that's my understanding. And then the, they what often happens with the reunions is they give them a tape of the like last five episodes of a season, have to watch that, and then they film the reunion. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking about. Is like they haven't seen the most recent episodes. No, they but, yeah. they give them they give them the the rest of the season. But so did you have any other news that you wanted to bring up? Those were the two stories that I had. Yes, I do want to bring up that New York has a new housewife. Yes, Ebony Williams, I believe, is her name. Correct. Yes, I'm excited to learn about her. I should have um, looked some more things up about her, but she's. Oh, Leah posted a picture um, of them two out to dinner, which I was like pumped for. Not that that means anything. I just like am excited for Leah to have someone on her side that's not just Luann. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be great. I don't know anything about Ebony, but um, I'm excited that they finally have diversity on the show. My understanding is that there are more people of color involved, be that friends of this season as well. Yeah, is she the only new one? Or are they going to announce more? Do you think? I think what I think that she is maybe the one of the new permanent cast members, and then that there are um, some friend of because there was a Tommy Matola's. We talked about this a couple episodes a couple episodes ago, but um, Tommy Matola's wife, her name is Talia. She's a Latin uh, music artist. She was supposedly joining, and I don't know if that's a friend of role. And then there's another. A black woman that was supposed to be joining as well. I don't know if she's going to be a friend of or a full-time cast member, but it, once again, I, it's crazy that it's taken 13, 14 seasons to get so any housewives crazy. of color onto New York city because New York is one of the most diverse cities in the United States of America. 
truly like that's what it's known for right in the whole like 13 season it's all just been white women i you know i i understand what the initial idea was and it's that most of these women know each other so you, you know they'll throw in people like tinsley but tinsley did know sonia has known sonia most of her life right um but like dorinda and ramona have known each other for 20 plus years ramona has known um sonia for 20 plus years luann has known sonia for 20 plus years like they all have these long standing relationships with each other mm -hmm. and uh for those that do not live in new york city uh they all live on the upper east side and the upper east side is rich white women old white women allegedly what, what do you mean that's <laughs> not alleged just adding it i don't no. think that's alleged i don't think that's alleged either it's, it's also just kind of like that's what Upper East Side is like known for. Right. So I, I'm not shocked to know that right. they don't have black friends, which that's, that is bad, but it's not shocking. Yeah. I'm excited to, um, learn about her and see what she has to bring. I wonder if she knows Leah a little bit or if she's just coming in truly kind of how Wendy came into Potomac this yeah, I'm, past I'm, season. I'm not sure. I don't know. Because Wendy came in kind of like a, oh, here's my friend Wendy. And no one really talks about them knowing Wendy before. Karen, Karen knew a Wendy, little bit. Well, even though they don't like each other. She said she didn't know her. But she says she doesn't know her, but Wendy's like, yes, you do. Yeah. So, uh, did you have any other news? No? No, I think that was it. Okay. Well, speaking of Wendy and Karen, uh, we are going to talk about Potomac here after this short break. <laughs> Okay, and we are back. Uh, it's Potomac time. Oh, thank God. Thank God. It really, you know, this is what, uh, oftentimes after they release their mid-season trailer, there's always like a filler episode. And this was that episode. Definitely. But like this, I would take this filler episode over Beverly Hills' best episode. Uh, duh. I, yeah, so the whole episode, uh, for those that might have not watched it yet, uh, I guess you're about to hear about it. Pretty much the whole episode is surrounded around Karen's uh, homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, well, I want to talk about homecoming a little bit because, guys. Oh my God. I was nominated for homecoming king. Not allegedly. Not, non, not, not allegedly. allegedly. He wasn't. The, I'm going to say nominated. You can fact check it. I was nominated to be homecoming king. Thoughts? <laughs> I'm sighing because this is like one of the most famous like Tom stories of his <laughs> like growing up. He just I never wanted it. <laughs> That's not true. As someone you are so competitive. Are you joking? Of course you wanted it. No, I wanted the leads and the plays and the musicals, but I didn't want that fame. You didn't want that fame. Ooh. That life wasn't meant for me. Um, but his if there was a time when people logged off it was right then it was they, right it, then yeah hunter it, johnson just turned off his, <laughs> his, hunter johnson just unsubscribed from apple podcasts oh my god no tom um lost yes yeah, so um i was nominated for homecoming court we think that the votes were split because oh, it was the uh, my my arch nemesis and bully michael Don't williams oh who cares you can't say him you, i can't bleep it Yes, you should. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Williams is such a... Tom! <laughs> that is such a, just like, nondescript name. No, you have to There are 5,000 of Don't. those. 
you can't just say people's names Why? <laughs> on national air. You are overestimating the amount of people that are listening <laughs> to this. Okay, so... If there's someone who's going to send me a cease and desist, it's Teresa Giudice. Not that is factual. That's not allegedly. <laughs> not, that, would, that would be a fact. Not, not, <laughs> not beep. Mm, beep. <laughs> <laughs> so beep uh, was my bully. He wasn't a bully. He but was he, not a bully. He he just like was not nice to me. He was like the football jock. He was the quarterback. The haughty with the body. And he was hot and did have bod. <laughs> Rumors are true. Rumors are true. Um, hey, beep. How you doing? <laughs> beep. <laughs> Swipe right. No, he's straight. I drunkenly... Like, remember that? A, oh, a drunkenly, yes. a couple years ago, this. I refollowed him on um, Instagram to see if he would accept my follow request, and he did. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe he, he subscribes to the podcast. <laughs> this podcast definitely is up his alley. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember, so, so in this episode of Potomac, they do a homecoming parade, and I remember we were in the homecoming parade, and... It was me and Michael and two of my other friends who are also nominated for Homecoming King. I won't mention their names because Kix is giving a death stare. I'm just saying. Okay, whatever. I don't Keep think going. they would Keep care. Going. He asked me, he goes, so what, you like go to school for musical theater? What's that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just like want to be on Broadway. I want to be on Broadway. <laughs> and he was like, uh, and here's so like, my girlfriend. do you like go to math class and like, do you like. Uh, like, what do you do, like, to get your degree? And I'm like, yeah, well, like, we like do it all, you know, like we're learning math, and then we're also like going and like rehearsing for shows. And Michael was right. Michael, <laughs> we we didn't go to math class. You did not go to math class, <laughs> and your history cl- or your lit literature classes were like Shakespeare literature. No, 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 we read books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God! Hear that, mom and dad? <laughs> no, we did. Well, sorry, we were assigned to read books. <laughs> Allegedly read books. <laughs> I allegedly read books. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, he did win. We, we, what we think is that the voting was messed up because, ready for this? Oh my God. It was Michael. And then, oh, beep. It was beep. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was me and two of my other friends who were both in the arts departments with me. And well, rumor on the street is we split the votes because... Similar to how Big Brother works. Yeah, like obviously Michael was going to win because like anyone who like didn't like the gays wasn't going to vote for the three of us. <laughs> Similar <laughs> controversy. That's like most everyone at that school. So they're going to vote for the straight guy. Yeah. I don't honestly don't remember what he looks like at all. I can't comment on I his could draw him. <laughs> Bitter, I see. So the homecoming parade. Did you get, did you throw candy at people? Yeah, we did. Similar to how um, <laughs> how Ashley and Giselle got got pounded, pounded with, with tootsie rolls, <laughs> tootsie rolls and double bubble gum. So it but, reminded me a lot of like the scene in Mean Girls completely. Where, um, what's her face like? Claps her hands together and try to catch the football and it just smacks her in the chest. Yeah, it was like that. So the episode Karen Karen invites Ashley and Giselle to come to her hometown of Surrey, VA for her homecoming she's been asked to be the grand marshal of the homecoming in the town the grand dame a little weird that ashley and giselle would even go because like that's on her friends i thought the same thing too and giselle brought something up about it like she karen like invited the two people that 
she's kind of like trying to convince that she is a real human. <laughs> right. Like Giselle and her will Giselle and her will always be friends, I think, because like they've known each other for so long. Right. But they're not ride or dies in any way. No. Like they're always coming for each other on Twitter. Like they're always coming for each other in life. Like it was such an odd mix. And Ashley and Karen don't really have a relationship. Two seasons ago, wasn't it? Or last season when Ashley was going, to, they were all going to her house to deliver pizza. Ashley wasn't involved. Ashley was involved. No, it was Ashley, Robin, and Giselle. Yeah, and that, that's what Giselle was saying. That's why she thinks they, like, Karen invited them to out of everyone because she's, like, proving that she has more of a life than... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to I'd like to visit Surrey VA. I mean, it looked fine. It looked like the, like the place I went to school in. It actually reminded me a lot of um, places that our family are from. Yeah. Like yeah. when we go out for Christmas to Athens and stuff. But I Athens, Greece. That's right. Late. No, no it, that's not right. <laughs> no, our family's from this little town called Athens, Texas. Yes, little. Shout flat. out to my Athens heads out Woo-hoo. there. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Did it remind you not of that the Athens heads? That's what they're called. <laughs> they're bouncing between that and then also Candace's journey with. Um, trying to figure out if she's going to get a lawsuit or not. So mm. Candace sits down with Robin at brunch over a brunch of mint Milano's. Did you catch that? Yeah. Robin walked in Robin walked in and was like, Candace, thank you so much for this spread. Like not even sarcastic. I, was I know. Like, yeah. So they, spread. they, yeah. So they look at, they, they pan to Robin first there and she says, thank you so much for this spread. And you're thinking to yourself, you're like, Oh my God, does she get like, like, what is it? Is it like a frittata? <laughs> And then they pan down to the table and it's a plate of mint Milano's and strawberries. And like tea cookies that they give to you on the airplane. Right. Which I can fuck with those. I love them. I Candace like, is I not like wrong. I like all of the above. Like I re- really do. Right. It's just like, once again, when you're filming a show, like let's like, you know, up it up a little bit. <laughs> We're watching these things for wish fulfillment. I can go get <laughs> mint Milano's at the bodega. <laughs> she did use crystal glasses for the mimosas and i will say i thought about this when i was watching the mimosas were a healthy color of a splash of orange juice yes. mostly champagne. if kix and i were running for office one of the platforms that we would run on <laughs> is the color of mimosa <laughs> because a mimosa cannot be orange it cannot it should be almost yellow because that's similar how, to what candace did right you should if you put your hand on the other side of the glass you should be able to see through you should be able to see your hand <laughs> and if you can't yes. see your hand it's not you right. put too much juice in. It's not right. Because I saw a meme. Who wants to drink that much orange juice? No. I saw a meme today that was of Tiffany Pollard and her mom in, what was the reality show? Charm School. Charm School. It was a picture of Tiffany, her mom, at Charm School. And a picture of Candace and her mom. like, in, <laughs> <laughs> And it said, Tiffany and mom walked so Candace and mom could run or something yes, like that. We... Something I want to do on this podcast is deep dives into the dumpster. Maybe it's on a Patreon page or something, but something I want to deep dive into is charm school because charm school is so iconic. So if you don't know what charm school is, Monique, the same year that Monique won her Oscar, not Monique from Potomac. No, no, no. no, no obviously. I, I Do you know. think everyone just, was like, when did Monique Samuels win an Oscar? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reiterating the fact that we're moving, we're pausing on Potomac and yes, talking pause about on Potomac. Charm School. If you've never watched Flavor of Love or Charm School, that's okay. I want you to go right now to the first episode of Charm School. It's on Hulu. And the beginning of the episode, 
Monique takes everyone's nicknames that Flavor Flav gave them when they walked into the house and asks them what their real name is. So there's a woman named Bucky and she's like, Bucky, what is your real name? And she's like, it's Becky. <laughs> That's an LOL in itself. But then the, it's so good. The, it's then so good. the woman, her name is Safari, walks up and to Monique and on Safari's name tag is Safari. Now, if you don't know who Safari is, she was in the flavor of love house for T minus uh, five minutes before she started punching a girl for taking the bed she wanted. So she got removed from the house. Mm -hmm. So Safari never received a nickname. So she goes up to Monique and Monique goes, Safari, what's your real name? And Safari goes, Safari. (laughs) (laughs) The look on Monique's face. (laughs) She's like, fuck. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, so I just looked it up. Charm School ended in 2009. So when did it start? Monique won her Oscar in 2010. Okay, well then, so a year after. But regardless, yeah, like it was think, a year so after. think about the growth of one's career going from <laughs> charm school to that. It's pretty epic. I mean, it, charm school, I think it's allegedly, this is from my brain, looks like it's filmed <laughs> in the same house that Bridal Plasty is filmed in. We don't have, we're already talking I'm, on so oh many my tangents. Gosh, oh my gosh, we I can't know. talk about Bridal Plasty right now, but no, there is a show that um, Heather Dubrow's husband of botched fame was on first before housewives and before botched it was called bridal plasty and just look it up we're not going to talk about it we can do do a deep dive on bridal plasty another day but we we don't have time to talk about this no 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 so um yes candace and her mom are very similar to yes (laughs) that's where we long story short so candace and robin sit down at this brunch and essentially the point of the brunch are two things one is that robin brings up the point that asks her if she's going to be filing any charges and Candace says that she's thinking about it. So Karen and Candace are on the phone. This is what Candace is telling Robin and Candace asked Karen like if what she should do about filing charges and Karen was like, if I were you, I would file charges. Right. So Karen is kind of playing both sides of the line here, which I don't totally agree with. It's a little odd. It's like, I would not like we're talking about something trivial too. Yeah. It's like literally about assault. So later in the episode, Monique calls Ashley while they're all still at Karen's homecoming thing. It takes a turn with Karen in such a weird way. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but like after the phone call, Karen starts getting angry and is like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I think she's just done talking about it is what her point is. I think she's saying like, because Giselle's like, why are we talking to Monique right now? She, I told you I didn't want to be in the same room essentially just saying i don't want to be on camera with her and if she's Mm -hmm. on the phone we're on camera together Mm -hmm. it to me it seemed like karen was like trying to prove to giselle that she was not team monique like the way that she was actually right but then ashley was like uh karen like did you tell monique that you told candace to press charges and karen was like i'm gonna get to it well well, (laughs) they're still friends they're like like besties still so I, i i don't know if this comes out during the season or if it hasn't come out yet like I don't know if I don't know if Monique has just found this out by watching the show, mm-hmm. but um, there's there they are still friends. It's just kind of shady. No, it's so shady. Yeah, it's like playing both sides, and I I would rather Karen be like I can't pick sides, and her be open about being like I'm trying to support these two women because I'm confused and don't know what to do because two they're my friends too. Right. 
Also at that brunch, Candace brings up to Robin that she owes $90,000 in taxes to the IRS. Candace brings it up whispering. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you owe $90,000. That, like, that, I think the reason I love Candace so much is because there's sometimes when I look at her and I'm looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of those moments. The delivery of that, the I was like, this is how is I would bring this up. Like if you came over and I saw that you that had issues, I'd be like... So just, how's your day? You, 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 you owe $90,000, right? You might own $90,000, right? Because <laughs> she, like me, can't keep a secret. Uh, correct. So, uh, yeah. She she addresses that. And Robin essentially just says, yeah. the Bravo editors have a track oh, for so the Kim good. Richards of the world for, who are the other like klutzy ones? But it's it's the beep. So they start to intro this this tr- music underneath Robin when Robin's just saying like, yeah, I'm not good with money. I kind of messed up. But $90,000 like, is a lot, lot to mess She's up like, on. I just missed a couple paperwork things and I thought I could be my own accountant. Nah, girl. Y'all, if you're listening, pay your taxes. Pay your the IRS beeping taxes. The IRS... And that beep was not for Michael was- Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your taxes. Because yeah, it's, Robin's it's, fucked. <laughs> Robin's fucked. And it's confusing because later when she's talking to Juan about it, he just, do- it seems that he doesn't care. There's a preview though of him freaking out on her. So I think it really does come to come to a head. I see. What Juan does say to her though is like, yeah, that's on you. Like it's your money. You're going to figure <laughs> it out. You fucked it up. My understanding is it has to do with the house that she was renovating. Oh. They were trying to flip a house. Yeah. And I don't think that house has been flipped. I mean, they sold uh, on the show. They talk about how it got sold. Oh, no. Oh, you're right. They did sell yeah. it. Um, but I think it has something to do with the way she filed regarding her real estate. Because um, you talked about a lien. A lien is, has to do with a housing rental. Also, I, she was like, is. yeah, there was something income that I forgot to file. How do yeah, who forgets to file income? It's ugh. But the Bravo, I wonder if it's the show income. And she was just pocketing show money. Hmm. Allegedly. Also, for those that don't watch Potomac, uh, or have just started watching this season, if you don't know, Robin and her husband... Um, Not husband. Well, yeah, ex-husband, whatever. Uh, were bankrupt already. Mm-hmm. Like, went through a bankruptcy issue with his previous Not, business three partner. three years ago. So I don't know how someone can be bankrupt and then forget to file. Like, well, that's what the Bravo producers reminded us. Accountant girl. The Bravo producers reminded us of that very quickly when she came for Karen. It was like, how do you just not know you owe tax dollars? The the Bravo producers never forget. Yeah, they're doing. They're they're proving themselves. This season. (laughs) So we get back to Karen. So so we're bouncing between these two storylines. We get back to Karen's homecoming. And uh, I just want to really, really talk about Karen's homecoming parade a little bit. Thoughts? So similar to what people were doing during height of COVID when there was birthday parties, graduation, you would do like a drive-by house and everyone would just like... Yeah, drive-by, honk your horn. Yeah, 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 graduation. I saw a lot of those things. Um, this was that. Essentially, yes. <laughs> there was no one outside watching the parade, no. just cars driving down a street. There were a few people, but similar to what I've seen on Instagram of 
the drive-by birthday parties. <laughs> I mean, she did look incredible. She that looks powdered loose suit was amazing. Yeah. Also in a Rolls Royce. Read the room. Read Surrey VA, honey. <laughs> Why you got a Rolls Royce there? And Why don't she ride in the back of that corn tractor? That would have been like more on brand for the for quote unquote VA. parade. That's a good drag name. Welcome to stage, Surrey VA. <laughs> and she did recognize only one person that they showed us. There's one person that she was so excited <laughs> to see. And then there was one person that she grabbed their baby. <laughs> I, what did she say? It was like, what a sweet baby. Or something really creepy. It's as if like, like Hillary Clinton was driving through town. I'm like, you, like no one all. knows who she is. Once again, Potomac doesn't have that good of ratings. No one knows who That's, she is. Unfortunately, that is true. I mean, I would have freaked out if Karen Huger was driving through my town. Duh, but, but that's because we know who she is. I would let her throw Tootsie Rolls at me. <laughs> Not just throwing, like, full chunking yeah. candy at people. Um, but she made Giselle and Ashley just watch her drive around a parade in this Rolls Royce. It, it, worth watching clips of it if you don't watch the show please go watch these mm -hmm. clips it, mm -hmm. it's it's comedic of her just waving at no one and being like hey oh hi you, you oh, oh my, my god. god you oh hey <laughs> hi <laughs> i remember you who are you i oh <laughs> it was great so we only get a little bit of wendy which you know i want to talk about something a little bit on this is that wendy i think is a great housewife on paper the problem is she's coming into a season that is so jam packed with storylines that yeah. we're not having a lot of time to get to know her. So we got to meet her sister who is a fucking surgeon. Yeah. I'm like, this family's amazing. Uh, yeah. They are just wild. Like they yeah. are amazing. Uh -huh. These women are so smart, beautiful, strong, successful. Their Nigerian culture is so wonderful and, and prominent it, in their lives. Yeah. It's very cool to see. Really cool. I mean, I'm really excited. They did like a preview about um, a ceremony for their youngest and it looks so fun. Yeah. No, it, it looks like a blast. And mm -hmm. uh, we get to know her sister a little bit and she's talking about um, that she wants to quit uh, teaching at uh, John, Hops, John, John Hopkins University mm -hmm. and just be a political analyst full time, which I think that would be awesome. However, I have a question for you. Do Definitely. you think that a real housewife... Like, think about the logistics of this. There's a real housewife. She, mm -hmm. That's her new job. Mm -hmm. Is going to be a political analyst on CNN like or MSNBC. Like, I don't know that a network could, like, if, yeah, it, justify it, that. Just because it's... I mean, we do have a real, reality television star as our president. We do. But, but, but he's not under a contract with... He's not filming a show at the same time. Like, there's, I see what you mean. That's, also, that's she, the also issue she's you're not be. She's not going to be in office. She's just going to be on TV. But... I, I can't help don't, but... No, I no. don't think Bravo's going to have an issue with it. No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. I'm saying that MSNBC would have an issue with it when, like, she comes on and, like, they're not... They're supposed to not talk about the fact that she's on a TV show. It's and ultimately... Underneath it, does it say... What does it say? Does it say TV personality? No. Right. I, no, but, but, but she's famous now for other things. So, ultimately, it is, like, full freelance work. And so, like, con contractually, that won't be an issue. But uh, unless she comes, like, full-time CNN, MSNBC's, like, political commentarius. <laughs> Com commentator. <laughs> political co 
commentator. Oh my God. Uh, so, but there's a podcast I listened to where one of the comedians that is on it is also a political commentator. And on his credits, I guess you could say under his name, it says podcaster slash radio host. And not that he's on national television as well, like Wendy is, but I think that just, I think that under her, under her, like in her credits, it would just be like doctorate at John Hopkins university slash maybe like television personality. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to say Bravo's newest housewife. No, I know. I just like, don't, I, that's, this is like an unprecedented moment for Bravo Mm -hmm. and for a cast member. So I just, it's, it's something new. I just, I wrote down, I just wasn't sure if networks would be hesitant to bring her on or if that would make it more appealing to bring her on as a commentator. I could see both. I I think it's probably just a new frontier we're coming into with Mm -hmm. housewives because there is a period of time when both uh, Eileen and Lisa Rinna came on to Beverly Hills that it was like, wait, we're bringing on working actors to be on a reality show. Mm -hmm. And now we're used to that. So it's probably just something new that a correspondent like um, Garcelle is now for the real or... Mm -hmm. um, Wendy is now for MSNBC. That's just mm-hmm. something new. I just wrote yeah. that down. But uh, the last thing I want to say about Wendy and her sister, though, is I don't know if anyone else noticed this when they were watching. Um, but Wendy and her sister ordered uh, penne for dinner. But then uh. when we got to the dinner, they had calamari, chicken wings, a flatbread, and two orders of yeah, they sausage went penne. Off. They went off. Also, the penne was sitting on top of... Of a cutting board. No, Tom. Of lettuce on a cutting board. <laughs> I'd like to get my hands on this cutting menu. board bottom, romaine no, lettuce. No, no, no. That was that was that was the calamari. Okay, it looked gross, so I just assumed. So there was that a bowl. They panned down to a bowl of penne at one point, and then they also panned down to a plate of <laughs> calamari. No, they went that off. So good. I know. I was gonna shade them, but now they I'm sitting here most. being like, I want. Sometimes that. you just gotta go to the restaurant and be like, let's just order everything we want. Yeah. Let's do the appetizers, the entree. They also did like a second D preemie. They did the whole they thing. Did, they did a second D, a preemie, a third D, a fourth D, a fifth D. <laughs> <laughs> so then, sorry, we're hopping around so much. There was just a lot of individual scenes and there wasn't like a big scene of everyone together. Yeah, it was together. a lot of pieces. We do a short scene of Robin and her husband Juan pretending they're <laughs> other people doing a role play thing. I don't even really the want to talk poor, about it because... The they, poor waiter bartender was like robin was wearing smiling. a samara from the ring wig it was very bad yeah and then we have monique that, that, i can't make that noise again what, what? the noise i just made <laughs> <laughs> so guys kix is having a breakdown as we're recording today she's over, overthinking everything she does on the pod apparently god okay keep going so we get to monique and she has her pastor come over and they're talking with her pastor about what has happened and how she can move forward and what she needs to do i thought this was a really great moment for her Mm -hmm. crying saying that she didn't that candace did not deserve to be you know attacked in any way and then she owes her apology which is awesome yeah it was nice to see someone that she respects telling her that she did something wrong Mm mm-hmm and listened because I feel like sometimes that in the past couple episodes we've seen that she's just been like not remorseful, doesn't give a fuck. But it is kind of weird to see her acting this way and feeling these emotions when 
a couple when last week on watch what happens live she f- was very unbothered by it and still kind of up like bitter and not i don't know didn't look or feel that sad i guess it had it has been like a full year since the incident yeah and all the charges were dropped so maybe she has a different feeling about it now it's just kind of weird to see her so emotional about this and then cut to now well, I think that she's emotional about it pre-charges. So she hasn't right. yet to find out about charges. What we see in the upcoming episode is that um, Candace is filing charges against her. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably what changed her mm-hmm. wanting to apologize. Right, because she mentioned that on Watch What Happens Live last week. Is that when she went to call the producers to get them... To film an apology. Mm-hmm, to film an apology either over the phone or in person. Um, they were like, well, we have to speak to her lawyers. And so right. what... Monique said as well, she lawyered up, so I did too. Yep. So that's what's coming up. The only final thought thing I have about this episode, and something I almost want to just end every episode of this podcast on, is that uh, let's all not forget that Michael Darby did cheat on Ashley. (laughs) 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 Like, that's like like something I just want to say at the end of every recap, because somehow this motherfucker is getting away with this because there's so much going on in... There's so much else going on. Also... I don't know if Ashley is just putting on a facade, but she seems to not give a shit about it. She looks like she's having the best season. She's, yeah. she's like, this is the best no season I've ever had. About no drama me. No, My husband no, nothing, isn't nothing. allegedly assaulting people. I'm like, cut to three episodes ago. You were about to be the core storyline of the season. Exactly. So let's just not forget that. Ugh. Any other final thoughts on Potomac? I'm just thinking about Michael Darby. I hate him. I hate him too. Well, we are going to take another break and we'll be back with our final segment here uh, after these short little sponsors. Bye. Okay, and we are back. Uh, Usually this is our segment where we ask uh, if we think the other person would be good on reality television. We give our thoughts on that. So I just want to ask if you've changed your mind. I have not. My um, opinion still stands. You think I'd be good still? Yeah, I still think you'd be great. Nothing happened this week. Nothing happened this week, last week, or the week before. I have to say, there was a really... There's times in our lives, and we say this in our family, that my our mom will always say, uh, our life is a sitcom. Because Mm -hmm. there's just moments that happen when you're like, wow, I wish a camera was on us right now because this is this is uh, hot content. Yeah, television gold. One of those moments was this Saturday when I almost pissed all over our new oh. Prius. <laughs> My eyes are rolling. Uh, so we were driving out to we Brooklyn. We had a very brother-sister. We rarely have moments of brother-sister anger. Yeah. <laughs> this was um, one of them. I pee a lot. The name of my second book. I pee yeah. a lot. What was the first one? Allegedly. Hibachi. <laughs> Allegedly. Hibachi isn't for me. <laughs> I pee a lot. And, um, you know, it's something that I'm working through. I'm after Not this episode, I might go to a doctor. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's just a lot of pee. Um, long story short. We were driving to Brooklyn and we were about to get on the bridge and I say we don't live far. I just want to say this off top of the story. The drive was forty, gonna be forty five minutes because of traffic. Yes, seventeen and, miles. Yes, and 
we're about to get on the Brooklyn Bridge and I go, kicks. I won't be making it across this bridge. <laughs> I know, and I know bathrooms in New York. I know where they are. Name me a neighborhood. I'll tell you where a public <laughs> that bathroom is. That is very true. And so I knew where one was. I said, we'll be exiting here and I'll be peeing. <laughs> and to which kicks is screaming at me. And I yeah. said, no, there's not, there's not another option. We will be exiting and I will be urinating. So we exit. Uh, my plan is to urinate at the Staten Island Ferry. Like, <laughs> Why are you still saying urinating? I don't know. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> so, so like, official. I'm professional, okay? I got a podcast. <laughs> so we get to the Staten Island Ferry. I hop out of the car. And I'm talking about, I'm not actually on the ferry, but the, the, the boarding station? area. <laughs> the gate? The gate. gate. Yeah. The dock? The dock. That's not it. No, the it's not a dog. Pier. The pier. Well, it's sort of. Well, we get there. <laughs> I walk in and I'm my gay ass is sprinting up and down the stairs trying to find a bathroom. Mm. And mm-hmm. I see like a ticket guy and I'm like, oh my God, the bathrooms are inside a ticketed area. And I I was one second away from buying a ticket to Staten Island to just pee. <laughs> <laughs> so then also, as by I'm the way, in Staten there. Staten Island Ferry is free. It is. I could have walked in. But you know when you have to pee... You're having a, a she emergency. A she emergency. <laughs> and you just like are panicking. You're so like, there are these vision. armed guards there, which I'm like, okay. And I, I was too scared to ask them where the bathroom was. Yeah, no. I could picture them gay, gay bashing me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. But I remember there's a bathroom in between the restaurant and Battery Park <laughs> and the Staten Island Ferry. It's in a, it's in a um, parking lot. So I made my way there and I was able to pee. Every every episode going forward, we're going to have a segment on where is a public bathroom in New York City. Yeah. Like if I'm going to Central Park, I need to go somewhere where we like, have a great spot. We do. And Park. I can see a bathroom. Yes. I have to be able to see it. You do. I think I pee less if I could see it. I think that's probably true. It's my anxiety of not knowing when the next pee opportunity would be that makes me want to pee. Um, You pass that down. To your dog. My dog pees a lot as well. That's the name of my third book. <laughs> um, <laughs> just an update, Kix. I still think you wouldn't be good on reality TV. <laughs> I wasn't even going to ask, but I'm so glad you brought it up. No, you know, I don't. I, what I've been thinking about is like, not many people would be like offended by that question. You know, it's like, it feels like a good thing to sometimes. To not be honest. So yeah. what you're saying is that I'm better bad. than you. You're, Right. It's bad that I'm going to be on it. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that all of our friend groups, like Spencer being one of them, it would be like if when I questioned if he would be good on reality television, he took offense to that. Yeah. But if like the other side of that, people are going to be like, thank you so much for saying I would not make good reality You're TV. Right. But you know what? That's why we are dumpster divas. Dumpster Divas, honey. And this was another great episode of Dumpster Dive. And we're going to be back again on Friday with uh, Aaron Albert. He is an old coworker of mine, great friend of mine. And we are going to talk Bachelor. He knows everything Bachelor more than I do. I am a newer person to the Bachelor at franchises. and uh, But I'm really excited to get into it. Uh, I'm once again going to want to cover both something Bravo related and then something non Bravo or something housewives and something non housewives. So we have the opportunity to kind of reach out to everyone we can, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be back on Friday with another episode of dumpster dive. 
Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. Tell your friends, tell your mom, your grandma, your grandpa, your your neighbor. Your bird T'Challa. Your bird T'Challa about this podcast so we can get it out there to the people. And uh, I hope everyone has a great week. And once again, they go low and we go wear kicks. Lower, honey. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>